man, this this stock market stuff has got me all flustered. My whole feed, my whole news feed, Twitter feed, all the feeds. The world is focused in on what is happening, what originated couple online communities, Wall Street bets. You know, I talked about it yesterday. It was one heat level. Was that yesterday? I don't even know. And I'm back here, and it's a whole nother level now because things have transpired. It's gotten crazy. So I was up till 2 a.m. I'm reading about this thing, and I just I want to give people a little bit of a recap since I did a terrible job talking about this yesterday. Uh-huh. What's going on here? The scale of it is something I feel like I didn't even necessarily grasp at first. I'm sitting there looking at the current market cap for GameStop. I'm looking at like $25 billion, whatever, when it was at 300. I don't know what it's at right now. Thing is flying. Let's find out. I'm looking at the investment firms that shorted the stock, and I'm seeing that they're maybe managing somewhere under $10 billion. And you're trying to figure out how big is this short position? How for them to exit, if possible, that particular position, what is the amount of money necessary? How much bleeding are we talking about? And then at the same time, the mechanics of the individual investors, the retail investors, the hyped up crowd, origin, Wall Street bets, which moved to Twitter and moved everywhere else. What is their threshold for holding? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Because that glitch, that glitch clicks off or stays on depending on that threshold. You saw that dip that happened this morning right there. All right. This dip, it went as low as $126 USD at 1120. That's panic. Well, it's panic. I shouldn't say it's panic. My bad. It's also some things that took place. GameStop, GameStop stock retreats as Reddit rally runs into trading restrictions. This is the biggest part of the story here. Small guy, big guy. A lot of small guys can cause a ruckus for a couple of big guys. And what has enabled this is access and speed to this variety of applications like Robinhood, like Webull, that has enabled the masses to work together quickly and to see effects quickly. They don't have to call up a broker and be like, let me switch my position real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. The funds are sitting there. It's all shiny. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I say? Fortnite for adults. Arrows go up, arrows go down. Yeah, who doesn't want the arrows to go up? I'm sitting at home anyways. You told me to lock down. I want to watch an arrow go up. So do you, hedge fund boy. So do you. They shorted this stock over 100%. They got greedy with it. They went heavy on it so they could deliver those returns so that they could suppress the thing, push it down. That's why it was selected. And then at 11.20, Robinhood, with the name of Robinhood, 
Little guy, big guy, Robin Hood backs down. Now, I don't know. Is it on the back end? Uh, maybe whoever's processing this stuff, we can't take it anymore. Maybe, allegedly, wait, let me pause. Disclaimer, this is not financial advice. This show is not about financial. I am not an analyst. I am a human being as interested in all of this as all of you are because it has taken over everybody's feed. Right. Disclaimer. Mm -hmm. I'll put it in the description. Do not take anything I'm saying here today as an instruction to go do anything. Yeah. Or do it, but do it in the context of how I'm expressing my own interest and exposure to the situation. Sure. Robin Hood, with the name of Robin Hood, the whole message being around, it's time for the small guy to play with the big guys. Mm -hmm. The whole message being around, the tools will now be available to you, the retail investor, to come play this game that you previously couldn't at least easily and quickly. And they back down this morning and Twitter goes buck wild. And the world goes buck wild. And they say, they hammer it on, on the uh, app store. One star plummeting. I talked about yesterday how they were booming. They were eighth place in the whole app store. Mm -hmm. Like a stock themselves. They got twisted up in this thing. They shut down the buy button. At I don't know whose request. At I don't know why this particular action is even possible. Mm -hmm. You look at the potential fallout from this. Everybody turning. Everybody pulling their finances from the site. Robin Hood took away the, the buy button. On a, on a few stocks. They took away the buy button on GameStop. They took away the buy button on AMC. And BlackBerry. They took away the buy button on BlackBerry. Mm -hmm. They are being accused of market manipulation at this point. What do you think is going to happen, Will, when you take boatloads of retail investors and you eliminate their buy button and only enable a sell button? People are going to sell. They're going to panic. Mm -hmm. 11.20, you watch it go down. Wall Street bets, you see, you go back to the Reddit forum. Am I yelling? You go back to the Reddit forum, and you see pleading. People pleading with other parts of the world, using other inv investment apps, to keep buying GameStop, to keep it propped up, because they have lost their ability to buy. And because the entire strategy relies on that stock being elevated. The entire short squeeze strategy. The app with the name Robinhood flipped it completely and helped out those short positions. You can't say those short positions were mad at that buy button going away. You can't say that. But somehow, this thing came screaming back. Somehow, it didn't completely plummet to zero. Some of these people are actually in it on some next level. Not just for cashing out. Some of these people are actually holding. Celebrities are getting involved. People on Twitter saying, hold the line. Mark Cuban is talking about it. Ben Shapiro. AOC. This is... 
what do they call that in politics? Crossing the... It's not a partisan issue. Both sides... Uh, Dave Portnoy from, from, from Barstool mm. saying he's going, he's going all the way with it. He's saying they shouldn't be allowed to do this. I've never seen anything like it. How big is this? How many things will fall? Now, let me go to my next one here. Robin Hood has restricted not just GameStop. They've included a bunch of other stocks in there because this group was moving around. They were looking for those shorted stocks. They were looking for those stocks that were bet against. And Will, don't act like when you when when big money bets against your stock, don't act like it doesn't help your stocks tump your your stock price tumble. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. It's big money. It's chips getting pushed in at the table. What's going to happen to the small players? They're going to typically, you know, historically, sheesh. I better get out. Mm-hmm. This is the opposite effect. What if everybody pushes their chips at the same time? Who got the big stack now? Uh-huh. So they squash GameStop to start, but then they take away that buy button on other stocks including American Airlines, AMC, BlackBerry, all the stocks that got boosted by Wall Street bets, all the stocks that have been shorted by the short sales. I log into my thing today, and of course I hit the most actively traded stocks for volume. This list... uh, GME number one or something? Actually, no. It's not. This list, now keep in mind, this is a Canadian trading app, this is not financial advice. This list typically would make no sense in the absence of the Wall Street bets. Number one, Sundial Growers Inc. Number one, most traded. This is a stock that's 80 cents. Oh, you think I can find a thread for it in Wall Street bets? You think there's some short positions against it? Hmm. Number one for activity in 80 cents stock. Oh, number two, Nokia. Mm. Here's, a, here's a stock nobody was talking about. Likely short positions on it. AMC coming in next. Genius brands. All these, these are all the Wall Street bets. I was telling you, it's like the trending page of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The executives don't select. If I'm on the app, I'm looking at what's moving. Where is the action? Where's the activity? I don't need to read your post on a forum to know if what you're saying is real. I, can, I have evidence that those are the headlines that are working, that, that, there is, that is the action. Yeah. The apps are enabling it. Traditional Wall Street sitting there looking, saying, why aren't you watching my show anymore? Mm-hmm. I thought you knew how this works. You gotta call up your financial advisor. What you doing with these apps? Running wild. Now, Apple moved as well. It's getting traded, but that's for totally different reasons. Also in this list, you have uh, GameStop, obviously. Bed Bath and Beyond. And they're shutting they're shutting them all down. Oh. They shut down, okay, in my list, which is still available on my Canadian trading app, in my list, at this point, 
Robinhood has shut down American Airlines, AMC, BlackBerry, GameStop, Express, Koss, Naked, Nokia, the Sundial Growers stock that I mentioned, TR and TRVG. They're just whatever list, wherever the action goes, wherever the algorithm happens, wherever the trending page goes, wherever the hype machine travels. Is that market manipulation? Who's manipulating the market? Is it the humans? Is it the retail traders? They're just buying shares. They're just buying positions, Will. Mm -hmm. Who's manipulating the markets? What's, what, what is the end game for Robinhood? And you just told me Webull, they shut down the button as well. They say tremendous volatility, whatever else. What is the end game? If the internet is done, or is the internet done? Or does the internet come back because what? They're running out of tools. They're running out of interfaces. They're running out of apps to play this game. To take on this challenge. So I'm curious. The GameStop situation, you see it bouncing back up. Did it bounce back up because some of those positions were closed by the short sellers? Like, what happened right there? Wait a second. What happened right there? Are some of the, are some of the positions being closed right now? That was literally in five minutes. It jumped. 85%. Wow, to stop the bleeding. Holy moly. Money is moving. My good. And maybe that's the thing. That's the thing that the holders are looking for. Those type of spikes. Cause because let me move to the next, let me move to the next story here. Hedge fund Melvin Capital has closed GameStop position. Spokesman. These are the stories floating around the web. It's like they took every interview they could possibly get. I don't know. This spike might be something different because, look, it dipped right immediately it went after. right back down. Right back down. To I the don't, same spot. Yeah. But the question is, have they actually closed their position? Now, of course, I don't know. I'm just sitting here. I'm a regular. I'm just looking at this thing like you are. I'm just speculating here. Wouldn't it be better to come out and say you close a position? Let, let people exit their position mm -hmm. and then actually close your position at a lower price? Wouldn't that make more sense? No, no. But I got a spokesman, Will. Yeah, let's make this as confusing as possible. Let me move my spokesman around and have him say that I closed my position so everyone can stop the game now, uh -huh. can stop the GameStop game. Mm -hmm. How perfect is that? You know what's funny about all this, Will? GameStop was like the perfect stock for this thing because gaming actually, like they just got this in big investor from Chewy, successful guy. The two new consoles came out with disc drives, which was a huge fear that they weren't going to accept discs. And you have a tremendous amount of gaming activity because of COVID and a lack of supply for the next gen consoles of which GameStop was capable of getting their hands on. At $3 per share, it probably was undervalued a little bit for right now. Mm -hmm. So it was already kind of 
ripe for something like that. And it was the extent to which that to which it was shorted that actually pushed it to a point where people said, wait a sec, GameStop is actually selling some things. GameStop actually isn't dead yet. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect combination of those. But the question now becomes, when and where have these hedge funds actually closed their positions? And is it enough? Are the positions, the scale of the positions, will we see them reflected in the charts? And how will that then affect or impact the behaviors of the retail investors who do have that sell button available to them on their app, but don't have the buy button left? Hmm. Is that market manipulation? Discord has banned Wall Street Bet's server as well. Now, this one caught the attention of Elon Musk. He said, he said Discord went corpo. <laughs> Discord says, no, 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 no. This is about hate speech or bad words or whatever. Threats. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, have you seen the, the Reddit? Like these, this, that's what's been going on with this group since it started. And that's probably what's been going on with this group on Discord since it started. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, with the, the hottest heat you've ever seen on this group, ever, then you're going to shut them down. Coincidentally, because of the speech, not because of what's going on in the world. You yeah. even got Ja Rule talking about <laughs> it. This is a crime, what Robin this Hood is app is doing. Now. Do not sell. Hold the line. So I guess he's invested. It's looking to me like Ja Rule got some game GameStop, <laughs> some game stonks. Oh. I just think of the uh, Dave Chappelle joke. It's just like, what does uh, Ja Rule think <laughs> at the time? That's what he thinks. <laughs> oh, man. That's Here's so the thing, weird. man. Everybody's at home. Everybody's been told, hey, you can't work. We're all chilling at home. Everyone's got all this mental bandwidth. They want to be able to poke the world, Will. They want to participate in something. They want to put their attention towards something, impact something. Yes. At a certain point, you're sick of watching Netflix. certain point, you played all the games, and you're sitting there saying, I could take this 50 or 100 or $200 or $500 or whatever it is that I would have spent over here, and this is going to be more entertaining for me, mm -hmm. and this is how I want to spend my time, and it's within my right and in, within my ability to purchase this share in order to have that take place. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect storm. Human beings can't be uh, sitting around. They're going to they, 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 find these things. And then, as far as the as far as the Robin Hood goes and the lack of understanding around how the internet treats the Streisand effect. Oh, you want to take away our button? We want it more. Yeah. We're not just yelling. We're just shouting at the top of our lungs. It's just louder and louder. Right? The Streisand effect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. You, you, you try to silence something and people want it more than they more than before. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's the the idea that 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 all the energy that you pump into trying to shut something down ends up in equivalency or multiplied on the flip side of the individuals who know they have your attention, mm -hmm. who know that what they're doing is working. The internet is wonderful at this particular when it comes to this particular effect. Yes. 
fairly well understood. Uh, outspoken bunch. Within that group. How does it all end? Nobody knows. I do not know. My biggest curiosity at this point is the threshold for those that exist somewhere inside the psyche of each and every one of these retail investors, each and every one of these individuals with the app on their phone who decided to participate in something that got bigger than I'm pretty sure any of them thought individually it would get. The question is now, when do they sell? Do they sell? Do they hold the line as the language has been stating? As Ja Rule. As Ja Rule has reiterated, do they hold the line? And what is the fallout for Wall Street and the hedge funds? And how big is this thing actually? They've shorted more than 100% of GameStop. Is it even possible if the line is held? Is it even possible? For them, for those hedge funds to continue to exist and the loans they got to pay back and all the variety of leverages that exist in there. House of cards. And the domino goes one way. Oh, yeah. They're going to make a movie out of this. Absolutely. There will be a movie about this. Absolutely. But I'll tell you one thing, man. People are entertained. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, man. I, I don't know the last time I saw my Twitter feed like this. Actually, every single person, regardless of what their area of interest is, regardless of uh, their personal expertise, to see everyone at the same time talking on this subject, I don't think I've seen a single person try to defend Robin Hood here. Uh-huh. For, to have both political sides on the same page about this, to have this thing end up in front of the president who's been there for five minutes? Uh-huh. It's like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> in the meantime, Apple, they've uh, released some earnings. Okay. And Apple's just doing Apple things. They're just shipping phones and retaking their crown as the world's most valuable brand. Now, as far as most valuable brand is concerned, uh, this has the, the way that this is evaluated by MarketWatch is that it has something to do with the brand recognition, the brand value outside of something like a market cap. Mm. Uh, There is, I mean, they have a $2 trillion market cap or they reached a $2 trillion market cap. So they're not hurting in that department. But the question then becomes brand value, recognizability, trust, uh, customer perception, things like this. Apple has overtaken Amazon to become the world's most valuable brand for the first time in five years, according to a global report. The value of the technology giant's brand has climbed 87% in the past year. On the, It's called the Brand Finance Global 500 2021 Index. The rise was down to Apple's diversification strategy, which has seen the company expand into digital and subscription services and potentially into electric cars in the future. As Apple reclaims the title for the world's most valuable brand from Amazon, five years since it last held the top spot. So a lot of diversification leads to that involvement in such a variety of product segments and services and the promise of continuing to do so into the future has contributed to this. Uh, 
Tesla is what is uh, considered the fastest mover in the market as far as this same brand value is concerned. And some of the companies that have fallen in the opposite direction, companies like Boeing, American Airlines, United Airlines, obviously travel-related companies. Amazon dropped to second place and Google took third place. Again, this is a independent analysis of, mm. of the brand as a whole. And market cap plays a role, but it's not the only element that's being analyzed. Telegram, the messaging app, which has looked to absorb much of the um, messaging volume from WhatsApp, who has been under increased scrutiny due to its privacy policy updates, has made it even easier for you to transition from WhatsApp to its program. You can now import, this is really current, uh, recent news, I believe this happened today in version 7.4, you can now import your entire WhatsApp chat history into Telegram so you don't lose anything. Hmm. And I don't know, I can imagine this is important to people, it's not super important to me. I don't know if you feel the need to hang on to all your old chats. Some people, it's very sentimental. Right. I'm kind of, eh, but it could be one of those friction points holding people back. They would just say, I just don't want to start everything over, you know? Yeah. Got all these variety of chats going on. I'm sure people have maybe information stored in their chats that is useful to them that they have to reference or search through at a certain point in time for a piece of information or an address or I, I don't know, you know, something like this. Well, and, I would say it would be like multimedia stuff, like pictures, shared pictures. Shared pictures media. would be a big one. So yeah, so there is there there's definitely an incentive here, and and this is a feature that I can I can imagine many people would see as uh, useful. And anything you know, it kind of just reminds me of like when you switch phones and you have the migration apps, mm. and it makes it feel a little bit less. Although none of those migration apps, by the way, work perfectly, but still, it makes it feel a little less intimidating to make the switch. So for those that were holding off for this particular reason, those WhatsApp users, they may now have enough incentive to switch to Telegram. And maybe it gives Telegram a strategic advantage over Signal, but who knows, maybe Signal can add the feature as well. By the way, uh, it's not just WhatsApp. They've added the, the uh, capability to also import from Line and Talk. I don't know what those messaging apps are, but it seems to be uh, an agenda within Telegram to, to make transition more simple. Apple is now selling its standalone ear cushions for the AirPods Max, so you can accessorize your luxury $550 headphones. By the way, still can't get them. We have a bunch. I'm gonna do a giveaway. I have two, we have too okay. many of these. Sure. But you still can't buy them. They're backed up on, on order. Really? Tim Cook said he's working on it in the, in the investor call that took place, the earnings call. Uh, but you can buy the accessories. They cool. have they have a they have launched on a website available for delivery in a number of colors, so you can mix and match your style and pay seventy dollars for an ear cushion for one or two. No, you two. It's, it's okay. cushions plural. There's an S. Cushions. Right. Two two cushions for seventy. It's a bargain, Will. Yeah. Uh, see, this is how Apple re remains in that position that it's in with the brand value and such. It all starts with $70 ear cushions. No, but in all seriousness, I like the fact that it's a magnetically attached ear cushion and replaceable. It's better than 
when you have a really expensive headphone, it does come into question how are you what's the upkeep? Uh-huh. You don't want to buy a whole new set if all of a sudden your ear cushion gets nasty, which it's a fabric, so it can. Right. So making it easily interchangeable is something I like. I don't know what the price should be. Should it be 70? Well, the headphones are fit 550. So yeah, it can be 70. You should be able to mix and match. Not when, just buy one pair of a color. You know? Oh, you want one of each now. Well, chances are you No, like if you pay $69, yes. you can have the option to have one black and one red. Well, here's the thing, you already have black currently, your old ones. So if you bought like red, you could do that because no, no, you would have I two reds and two blacks. Different colors. <laughs> you want even more yeah, options. Just okay. a more of an array of colors. Well, anyway, here, here, here's the availability cool. right now. You got to buy two at a time. You can get it in black, blue, green, the pinkish red color, or the silverish white. If you scroll down, you can see what some of the custom looks look like. So you have the green mm. on the pink headphones, or you have the uh, red, which also looks like pink, on the black headphones. And actually, the white on the blue looks okay out of that particular lineup. Mm-hmm. But the main thing here is, I guess, you can not be as concerned that your investment could be busted up and it's going to remain looking clean and you can replace the ear cup and send $70 uh-huh. towards Apple. Or forget about the ear cup and send $70 towards GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> no advice here. Although no one will let you right now. God, I don't know why she got me so fired up. It's just so interesting. I was just streaming through the news this morning. Just, I think it's the collective amount of energy being focused in this direction. It's Very rubbing off focused. on me. It's yes. rubbing off on me. Yeah. All right, on this next one, is it is it RIP to the Google Nest branding? Mm, probably not, but it is a little bit of a pivot away from it. Google is shutting down its at Google Nest Twitter account and said that it's moving in with at made by Google. Now, obviously Google acquired Nest a long time ago, but they've kept the Nest branding with Google in front of it to refer to its variety of home products, including not just the Nest thermostat, but a variety of other things they sell for the home smart devices, with the exception of the Chromecast, which for some reason is not a Nest branded product. So moving away from the Twitter handle could be an indication that maybe they're less excited about the Nest portion of the branding, or they keep the Nest, but they just really want one hardware headline Twitter account, which is the at made by Google. That could be all there is to it. Of course, if you head to the website, you do have the Google Nest moniker there and section by which you can browse the variety of Nest products. So they're not, I mean, they haven't, changed anything over there uh, this also calls into question their new their latest acquisition fitbit and where that fits because does fitbit become made by google or does it remain completely independent uh or as just strictly a little headline on the google store as made by google i'm not sure but nest the nest headline is kind of nice for the home products your home is your nest mm. i don't mind it I think it's it's it kind of uh, actually they do list Chromecast underneath the Nest heading, which is kind of interesting. Look at that, but there's no Nest word in there. Who knows how they want to arrange all this stuff? But certainly, as far as Twitter is concerned, the at Google Nest Twitter account is shutting down. How about this, Will? I got this one for you. 
What if you could see even more tabs? Because I just felt you didn't have enough tab life going on. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Tab over here. Yeah. I'd say on average, at least on this show, on your screen, which, by the way, some people don't know, huh? it's actually your screen. It's not my screen. You see how I'm not interacting and changing tabs? <laughs> You're, uh, it's amazing your to feet. me that people don't <laughs> know that. They're like, I saw on Lou's screen. And it's like, dude, I'm talking. How am I manipulating my screen? With your feet. Yeah. You're like, pay attention here. It's, Will is the DJ, the VJ. And this show would be nothing without him and his tabs. And so at any given moment, Will's got, you know, 20. Well, I'm always adding more. You got 20 tabs going on up there. You yeah. live, you live, you're living a tab We're life. always searching for stocks. <laughs> tabs have stocks. become the operating system of the modern computer. Yes. Right? Chrome has become your OS. You're there. You seem to be there more frequently than you're even on your desktop. And this new uh, browser, well, I guess the browser's not not new, but this is a new feature in the browser. It's called Vivaldi, and I have never used this browser in the past. They're releasing version 3.6, and they are giving you the ability to create two-level tab stacks. Oh, You can wow. get it, double it up, Will, and this helps deeper. you to organize yourself. You can do this by holding down the command or control key, and you can set up a stack, a new stack, and then inside of that stack, you can have everything related to that topic. Mm -hmm. So you can actually have work, and you can have play, and you can have, uh, I don't know, a particular interest where you've been collecting stonks. 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 <laughs> 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 it is kind of fun. I don't know what, the, what it is about it. It's not, I know it's not fun for some people. I know it's not fun for some people, but it's a heck of a lot of fun for some other people. I'll tell you what. People need some fun right now, too. I'll tell mm -hmm. you what, as well. Uh, anyway, so compact tab stacking so you can better organize your tab situation. And as tabs can, you know, continue to become the operating system of the laptop and desktop, who knows what type of features people are going to want. Maybe this is it. And as you can see with the compact tab stacking, look at the three little indicators on the oh, top right. of that front so you can see the, the different stacks available to you, or you can just have the two straight up, two level tab stacking as well. You could just have maybe two spaces, your own, and then maybe whatever you're using for the show for your, I mean, it's just, it's a cool mm -hmm. thought. Although it might drive some people crazy. Some people have a real problem, tab problem yes. as well. They don't close. And, and, and this might just take them over, over the edge. Canon is releasing a mixed reality headset just under $40,000. Oh. Talk about premium. That looks cyber. So cyber. This video is very cyber. Mreal S1 is the name of the headset. Obviously, at this price point, targeted at industry, commercial uses. Not, not the average willy do. No. Chilling. But it does, the hardware does look cool. And captured my uh, attention, at least, because of how sleek it is. Mm -hmm. Kind of sits in front of your eyes, and you can see the practical application for such a thing. We know, we know about augmented reality. It's, you know, you can envision uh, real-world real components in the virtual realm pasted on top 
of yeah, reality. overlaid into the real world. Exactly. Yeah. And so the examples they show in this, actually, it's if you scroll to the three-quarter mark, it goes over some of those practical applications, uh, including automotive to start. Like, this is pretty cool. You see what it would be like to sit inside of the cockpit. Uh, obviously, manufacturing and real estate development see a skyscraper medical applications manufacturing who knew that canon was uh building this yeah it seems a little interesting for canon but you know they get into all kinds of business over in japan well mm -hmm. and some of the products they never reach out they never make it all the way over here this is but but again this is a very expensive product industrial application but they're they're uh, they're playing they're in there yeah, at super least. Cool. Scalpers have sold 50,000 NVIDIA RTX 3000 GPUs through eBay and StockX. 50,000. Hmm. According to this analysis, scalpers have raked in an estimated 61.5 million in sales with 15.2 million in profit. That is not nothing. I will tell you what, especially when you look at the volume necessary to achieve that is not maybe not as big as you think. So uh, this particular individual, this story is on PC Mag. This particular individual that ran the analysis, Michael Driscoll, he's been tracking sales on eBay using a computer script to understand the full scope of scalping, the volume. The most scalped card, not surprising, the RTX 3080, which dwarfs the other models. 3070, I guess, is not quite dwarfed, but the 3090 and the new 3060 Ti, a uh, little bit lower in volume. One, uh, 14,066 units sold of the RTX 3080. Uh, the number has shot up to, well, the total number for all models is about 40,000 units. All right, so I take that back. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of units for the secondary market for eBay. The median price for an RTX 3080, $1,300. The past week, $1,449. So the price is actually going up still. And the MSRP is $699 on that model. So it's a, a 2X price, which is actually, well, it's kind of held ground with those consoles as well. The new consoles are still kind of selling for close to double. Also, the markup, not so much on the 3090, which has a much higher starting price at $1,500. The median price there, $2,159. And the RTX 3070, it's close to double, $500 to $809. RTX 3060 from 399 to 667. Hmm. But a tremendous number of units, just under 40,000 sold on eBay. Now, if you head down to the next chart, which actually tracks stock X sales, just kind of who would have thought the sneaker resale website hmm. takes on the role of RTX reseller as well. Yeah, they're expanding. 10,000 units sold on stock X. And as far as the comparison's concerned, it looks like you can actually earn a little bit more on StockX, at least when it, uh, $2 more on the 3080, as far as the average is concerned. The other models actually looks like you can earn a little bit less. If we're just looking at averages, you're probably better off posting on eBay, though I don't know what the fee difference is on the two of them. Either way, when you combine them, it's 50,000 GPUs, Will raking in a total of 61.5 million in sales, secondary market sales. Wow. And NVIDIA still can't figure out how to make these fast enough. 
Not helping the matter as well is the 25% U.S. tariff covering motherboards and GPUs, which has caused both vendors and scalpers to elevate the price even further. Hmm. It's insane. Hype. It's ridiculous. Hype is the new currency, Will. Uh Hype is moving markets and charts and lines. And uh, GPUs and GameStop and it's weird. It feels it feels it feels like some sort of parallel here. Sitting at home, figuring out what to do. I need a GPU or more than one. Uh-huh. I need a trading app. I need Netflix and Domino's and DoorDash and Xbox, Zoom. PS5. Yeah, I need a PS. It's like it's all the stuff you. It's all the at-home stuff. Subway is being accused of selling not tuna in its tuna sandwich. (laughs) Every so often there would be a Subway story like this. I can't remember the last one. It was that their bread was not bread. It was cake. It was cake, considered a dessert because of the sugar content. And then prior to that, they were sued because their foot long wasn't quite a foot. Yes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was a little under a foot. Yeah. Anyway, the latest allegation is that their tuna is not tuna, but a mixture of various concoctions. This is a recent lawsuit. Now, it's a bit of a letdown, this article, because they don't really tell you what their claim is. They only say, like, here, here's a quote. Uh, okay, so according to the way Subway mm-hmm. describes it, their tuna sandwich is a freshly baked bread layered with flaked tuna blended with creamy mayo then topped with your choice of crisp fresh veggies now the complaint says that's fiction and it alleges that the ingredient billed as tuna for the chain sandwiches and wraps contains absolutely no tuna what is this <laughs> oh that's the, the the person writing the articles having a little bit of fun there yeah. with their description a representative of Subway said the claims are without merit, and they say their tune is the real deal, and they say it's wild caught. But according to the lawsuit, the star ingredient is made from anything but tuna, based on independent lab tests of multiple samples taken from Subway locations in California. The tuna, quotations, is a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna yet have been blended together by defendants to attempt to imitate the appearance of tuna. But they declined to say exactly what the ingredients the lab tests revealed. So is there any tuna in there? We found that the ingredients were not tuna and not fish. At all. <laughs> what is it? Is it styrofoam? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Concoction, I thought maybe, I thought maybe chicken... Good. Right? Wouldn't, yeah. If you had like shredded, finely shredded chicken, if they found that they were using that because it was cheaper than two, but I can't imagine Subway doing that at scale. Yeah. Maybe, could there be a handful of stores where those owners had substituted it out? I'm confused, man. I, I find it really hard to believe that there's no tuna in the tuna. Yeah. If tuna was the second ingredient, then that might make sense third ingredient fifth ingredient some tuna some blend other fish like you said and then a little bit okay fine 
Anyway, the lawsuit no says chance. no chance. They claim to have the studies to prove it, but I, I would imagine Subway has a case here, and, and for a global brand of that scale, can you imagine the size of this conspiracy if it turns out that the tuna sandwich has no tuna, if that's actually true? Yeah. Have you ever ordered one? Yes. Does it taste like tuna? It's been a while since I tried it, but... I mean, it's very. there are for sure other ingredients. It's very creamy, and obviously it's not purely tuna. Yeah. So I, when I read the headline, I was like, okay, there's some other things in there. But then you see the allegation, you're like, what? None? And you start to get a bit uh, uh -huh. apprehensive about ordering such a thing. But we'll see what transpires. I'm sure, I mean, it's a lawsuit. We'll probably hear more about it at some point. But it seems like Subway is a fairly frequent target for this kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't know if this time it has merit or not. Mm -hmm. In the case of the sugary bread, they definitely sell a sweet bread. Yes. And in the case of the foot-long sub, which was a pre previous one, yeah, it's probably a little under a foot. Some are bigger, some are smaller. Yeah, it's a, it's a bun at bread the end of the day. Bakes. But this, this one is a whole different level of allegation. Sure. Yes. I don't know about you, but I'm going to go short the Subway stock. Right? Okay. Oh, my God! Ah! I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. This is the loudest episode in the history of Lou Later. Willie Dew has uh, lost significant hearing, and he will likely never recover. But I'm going to fix everything right now. Because the last story, I'm going to be very quiet. I'm going to let you enjoy a snowman exacting revenge on an attacker, a human oh. attacker. You scroll down, Will, you'll see everything you need to see. Don't worry about that. That's a screenshot. Oh. There you go. Let it play. Kick through the chest. I have no idea why this woman is so upset at this poor snowman. Right through the chest. Probably was built by some kids. Like, what are you so mad about? He's just encounter this snowman and start kicking it what's your problem ah maybe she built the snowman and she's like i'm done with this snowman i've had enough of this snowman although i doubt it it looks like she happened upon it the way she's carrying this purse here she walks around the snowman after the kick it's still standing it's just damaged she looks around a little bit like as if she knows she shouldn't do it but then she tips it over she's like oh she's like i don't like you and here's the revenge oh she goes, I'm going to smash you by jumping on you, except she smashes her own face off the ground as the <laughs> snowman collapses. It's one of those moments that the internet loves, one of those payback moments, one of those karma moments, mm -hmm. kind of like one of those Wall Street moments. <laughs> <laughs>